0: Wake up in the morning, I don't got no worries, cause it's a beautiful day. So many wonder how long we will be here telling
1: that we're here to stay. Hey yo, let's get it! Boss Talk, straight from the city with true heart. We got champs in the making the champs that are
0: root of more. Got that all sport, optimal prime, ready to dominate. The hottest conversations, uncensored, it's the time and place. Boss Talks, keep it uncensored, it's all hard. You could be for more walks, come tune in the Boss Talks. Got that all sport, optimal prime, ready to dominate. Hottest conversations, uncensored, it's the time and place. Boss talk.
2: Welcome to Boss Talk Uncensored. This the, is our inaugural episode. Yeah,
1: the Boss Talk.
2: The Boss Talk, Uncensored, yeah. inaugural episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, my name is Tino Amaya, one of the hosts, along with my good friend. Jeff Copey. Right, and uh, so Boss Talk,
1: Uncensored, the Boss Talk is brought to you by Monroe Nutrition. Uh, Tino's, Amaya, Tino Amaya's. Fresh Mexican Grill. (laughs) Okay. My bad. I I I thought you was going. Hey.
2: So Monroe Nutrition, say your tagline.
1: Okay. Right, right, right. Uh, Monroe Nutrition. We are Monroe.
2: Perfect. And then, of course, uh, Amaya's Fresh Mexican Grill. We try to keep it fresh. As Jeff says, on the grill, right? We try to keep it fresh. And then, of course, Tino Amaya State Farm Insurance Agency. Man, we've been protecting people for over 100 years, helping people recover from the unexpected. And today... Man, I'm excited. We we've got a young, hungry entrepreneur, uh, Willie Whitaker, aka Hooter. We're gonna talk about yes, that sir. nickname in a minute. All right. Yes, but he is top one percent in the nutrition field, nutrition area. Um, and man, I can't wait. At 26 years old, guy's crushing it. He's killing it, and that's what this podcast is all about. It's about recognizing people that are, you know, on that level on the rise, doing everything the right way, and it's our opportunity to kind of peel back the layers, get into the meat, and figure out, okay, you're doing it at your level, how can we do it at our level? So, yeah, Willie, talk love to love me. That. Hooter, talk to us, man. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, 26 years old, from Cleveland, Ohio.
0: Um, you know, coming coming from that area, you know, there's not much of a opportunity. You know, there's a few options for people in that community and um you know i was i was fortunate enough to have you know a good enough upbringing to where my parents um, put themselves in position to put me in position and i was able to adapt to different communities you know different cultures and that allowed me to obtain the knowledge to get to where i'm at today you know so um like you said i'm um, i am 26 years old right now we hit the top one percent at 23 years old so three years ago um
1: and For you guys that don't know he just looked at me I made a comment about being 25, <laughs> and, and, and right, and, 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 je- and it's because
2: they're in the same, like they're in the same
1: field. Yes. They're they're
2: definitely in the same, you know, same genre, same area. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like
1: when you make a shot in someone's face and stare them down, right, that, right, that's right. what that was. Okay. It's, it was, like, like, it was it.
2: like it was like it was like Seth Curry putting on that
1: championship ring in front of LeBron the other day. I know yeah. you saw and it, that. It's tough because me and Tino are big LeBron <laughs> fans. We believe he's the goat. Stop. It. Anyways, well, it's, it's more it's
0: more like a LeBron and Kobe thing because to be honest, like it's a friendly it's like friendly competition competition. competition yes yes where I'm at right now in my business Jeff Jeff had actually came came up to Cleveland you know like what like two months ago yeah
1: yeah. um
0: two hour drive you know same same as this one and and he motivated me like he actually um you know shed light on me and allowed me to get from a, a uncomfortable space and just realize that you know I I still got value to add, you know, and, you know, just seeing that, seeing the hunger in him just lit something up in me too. So it's, it's like, it's the friendly competition for you sure. You know what,
2: in, in a second ago, you said something that, that really resonated with me. You said you came from Cleveland and there's not a lot of opportunity there, but your parents put you in a position where, you know, they kind of laid a foundation for you to have opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. What was it though in you that motivated you to say, okay, I, I want to be an entrepreneur, I know I want to be an entrepreneur, and this is what I want to do. So actually, I I didn't want to be an entrepreneur.
0: I was playing football in college. I had a full-ride scholarship to play football, and I didn't take advantage of the opportunity enough because I got kicked out of school twice. And like I said, my, my schooling was paid for. So it was it was a moment to where I had to look at myself and, and say, you know, are you going to continue to to live in, in this space of um, – Declining God's, you know, opportunities, or are you are gonna take advantage of it. So it just so happened that the summer we going back into school the second time, my best friend started doing Herbalife, and and he said, uh, you know, he said that we have opportunity now for us to change our lives. And at that moment, I was facing, um, I was facing like a, a drug charge. So the the channeling from God was more so like, hey, like I'm gonna give you one more chance, you know, yeah. and if you don't take this opportunity in the in the right way. I just I couldn't see beyond that. So, you know, I took this business opportunity the same way I took any other opportunity that was given when it came to, you know, selling anything. And, and a lot of people don't really know that, you know, what I went through in that time period. But it was just it was just me understanding that, like, I'm not going to continue to just throw away God's blessings anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, so
2: dude, that's deep. And yeah. you know what? I, I don't think a lot of people understand, you know, even like me. Right. I didn't come from an affluent background. You know, my parents were migrants, I mean, you know, uneducated. And so our opportunities came. Obviously, my dad worked hard, gave open doors for us. I mean whether they were small or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but hearing you say, man, you had, you know, you had this door and then it closed, then you had this door and it closed. but yet because you stayed faithful, there was yet one more opportunity that you easily could have thrown away. So what was like the the turning point or the spark for you in that moment to say, Okay, I'm gonna jump on this and I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna run with it?
0: I would just say the the feeling. Like you, you ever get a feeling where you feel like something is right for you? Yeah. And, and and it's like, man, like this this is too good to be true and it's too perfect of timing. It was literally perfect timing and, and 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 that's like I said, I give I get I knew it was God's blessing because it just felt too good. Yeah. It was like when you got that opportunity, um, opportunity to go to the league and it's like man like I literally had that feeling where I seen someone making you know twenty thousand dollars and I'm like from from selling Herbalife from selling shakes and teas you know and I'm just I'm just getting off a drug charge from you know selling selling that and I'm just like I I, I can do something to make someone's life better and progress someone's life Um, so I think that like I said it was just a total channeling of like the blessing and the energy
2: from God and I'm like this is
0: it like it's perfect it's perfect
2: timing so so, what That's was real. it like um you know what was it like at home when you kind of came back and said, "All right mm. I you know this is what this is the direction I'm gonna go in now. What was that like
0: um it wasn't good, it wasn't good at all because, like I said, um herbalife back then, six years ago, it wasn't a cool thing to do, and mm. nobody knew about it, so like in my mind, I knew i I had to do my best to Invite people into my world and my mind, like my parents, they were like, it was probably one of the first times that I cried um, in a long time. My I presented the opportunity told them. I was excited, too. I was so excited, man. I'm like, I got this new opportunity. I'm, I'm about to, uh you know, work in a nutrition club and build my Herbalife business. And my parents were just like, nah, like, that's not it you know, you got to go work a job at Chase or like, you know, That's something right. else. And I had the job at Chase. So it was like, I'm going to take this job at Chase Bank or I'm going to, you know, bet on myself and take this opportunity. And, you know, it was, it was that moment where I did have support from some of my mentors, some of the people who were higher up in the business. And they said, you know, we had the same thing happen to us. So I just, it was the confirmation, you know, because like I said, man, Nobody believed in me at first. No, yeah. nobody at all.
2: You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say this real quick, right?
0: Actually, actually, one person did believe in me. My daughter's mom believed in me for sure. Okay, let so let me say that because I don't want to fail to say that.
2: Right, right, right. Th-
0: that was a big. She was a big support for me when I first started Herbalife for sure.
2: So, so my I started out in college, secondary education, English. All right, I was going to be an English teacher. A lot of people don't know that. I, I love reading. I love English. I love literature. I love the English language. Period. I think it's it's amazing. Uh. But I'm not a good student. Mm, same. And I was struggling. I, I'm not a test taker. I can't take tests to same save my life. life. Same, right. Same. So I go to my dad, I had this opportunity to go to culinary school. I go to my dad and I said, Pop, I'm, you know, and again, my dad, uneducated, excited. He's I was the first one, I think second one actually in our entire family to go to college. So my dad was like over the moon, got my associate's degree, and I'm like, Dad, I, I can't, I can't do this. I'm going to actually switch gears. I'm going to culinary school. I'll never forget my dad saying, so you're going to be broke for the rest of your life. Mm. Like that's it. Like you're just going to be broke forever. And I was like, man, wow. 30 years later, my dad's like, man, you did all right. Right, <laughs> this cooking—you right. and me might do something with this cooking thing. You yeah. might be okay.
0: I'm not gonna lie to you. Our journeys are very aligned. Like my dad said, the said the same exact thing, and it hurt me to my core because my father always believed in me. He always gave me like that, like I got you. Same. This one yes. time. This one time. And then I knew. That's when I knew though that this was it because it was like i'm a grown man now my daughter was 1 years old at the time and i'm like you know what i'm a grown man i don't need no confirmation from anybody right. yeah. you know what i yeah. mean so that at that at that point it was like yo like you got it you can do it so like i said um when i came back home bro because i wasn't a good test taker so i got kicked out of school the first time yeah um for my grades and i came back home and i had my daughter that year and um, it, it was humiliating because when you when you are, you know, the person that everybody believes in in your town and they think you're going to make it and you come home, I, I've never been humiliated like, like that before. And then Answer. it happened again. And so, it so
2: how do you remove ego at that point? Because that's ego, right? Mm-hmm. Your Your entire football career, probably from grade school all the way through high school, yep. you were like the man, mm-hmm. right? Now you're not. So how do you get over that, like, kind of like, Almost like smashing of the ego in that sense, right? How did what was it like trying to get over that aspect of it before you moved on to this new venture?
0: Because you you ever been stripped away from something you love and then you appreciate it more? Oh yeah, yeah. So then I I, I didn't know anything about ego at the time, but that's when I met ego for the first like my ego really face to face in the mirror was when football was stripped away from me, and then my daughter was in the process of being born too. Um, you know, well she was already born, but it was just like.
2: So you kind of got hit with everything all yeah, at once. all at
0: once. All wow. at once, man. All at once.
2: That's bars, though. Yeah, yeah That's man. real. That's deep. That is. That's real, man. So, all right, let's talk a little bit about the business. So now you're in the Herbalife business. Uh, you're at a shop. You're putting things. So how did you actually get started from, did you start out as just like helping somebody in a shop and building your own business before you had your own, or how did that work?
0: So we, I had an opportunity to utilize uh, Nutrition uh, Cafe when I first started but i didn't ha- i had started with 0 dollars you know like literally i started with like my pockets were dead empty so i had to you know get some support to even start my urban life business and um, i wasn't working in the shop but i was utilizing the shop to build my business so what i would do was um, bring people into the nutrition club and, you know, offer the different products to people and, uh, you know, use that to build my business. And then what happened was people started to see the value that I was adding because I was actually bringing people to the shop without me working in the shop. I just was utilizing it. So we then built out the shop again and revamped it. And then I had a spot on bar because I was putting in that work before the opportunity was presented. So then I worked worked out of that shop for about a, about a year and a half, and then I opened up a shop in my hometown too, you know. Nice. Because I, I just knew I had that feeling like if I, if I can do it in my hometown, and could pe- people, I just, I had that feeling to where it's like when you lose that championship and then you go back and, and then you win it. Mm-hmm. That was that feeling for me because it's like I lost big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me like when LeBron
1: was down three one and came yeah. back against the Warriors. Yep, that was that feeling. That feeling. And then yeah. I got that. And then I got <laughs> that recognition
0: from my parents, from my teachers, from my coaches. You know what I mean? So like. It just came full circle, man. That's why I'm so grateful for this opportunity for, for real. Like Herbalife really is Herbalife really is like that and people don't people don't get it.
2: So what's you know, when you talk about it, what's one thing about Herbalife, the venture itself, that you think people are not fully understanding? I mean, what's what's one thing that you could say, like, man, this has been just completely misconstrued? I would just say people
0: aren't open in general. Okay. You know, like you can hand, you could, you can hand, I could put a million dollars on the table right here and you'd be like, like, and I'd be like, you know, grab a thousand and you'd be like, you'd be like, like, you know, yeah. and yeah. I'm just like, yo, just take, take a thousand. But like, it's just like people, like that's how people operate. Yeah. So it's one of those things that where you just got to see it to believe it. And for me, it just, it only took for my best friend to do the opportunity for me to believe in him and see him becoming more positive because Herbalife is really, it's, the products or the foundation. But I fell in love with how I who I was becoming. Wow. And I seen how my best friend was. Because we come from a negative environment. Negative neighborhood. uh Section 8 housing. So it's like we seeing negativity all day. Yeah. And until you are exposed to something. It's you, like I said, you got to see it to believe it. And when you are exposed to something good, I, I, like you don't want to leave it. You know what I mean? Right. So that's, I think people just aren't, we aren't exposing it enough. Yeah. And that's where my value came in the picture because I was exposing Herbalife so much um, and I was doing it in a cool way. Right. So oh, it allowed oh, people wow. to, you know, to gra- grasp onto it.
2: Dude, that's awesome, man. So one piece of advice, what would you say to somebody that like maybe again, you got a guy like Jeff. So Jeff, how did you end up meeting up with? Hooter, which we got to talk about that nickname in a minute. But yeah. how did you end up meeting up with Hooter? What was that connect? Where did that connection come in? Actually, you know, and hold on, hold on, real quick. I got another little shout out to okay. to our main sponsor, okay. right? Okay. Nutrition. I'm, I'm drinking What do they call this? The Zoom Diggity,
1: the Ziggity Boomin. Uh. The Ziggity Boomin. We're Ziggity <laughs>
2: Boomin right now. That's right, Ziggity Boomin. They do it different. They do it right. They're not just dropping a tablet in the bottom and waiting for it to dissolve. Jeff goes the extra mile. Him and his guys, Steph. Uh, who else is down there with Jocelyn,
1: you? Jocelyn, Kim, Demetrius. Yeah, man. Oh, they smart. do it right.
2: They crush them up. They, they shake them up. I mean, this is like a craft cocktail right here. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Without the alcohol, without the alcohol, but mm-hmm. this is like a craft cocktail right here. These guys do it right. I also want to send a quick shout out to our guys, Brain Jerk Entertainment. Uh, man, I'll tell you what. Josh, Ryan, his whole crew, they've been tremendous uh, doing the editing and things like that for us. So I'm about to do my, my Zoom. What's ziggity, it boom. Ziggity, ziggity boom Ziggity Bowman. I'm about man. to Ziggity boom. Ziggity All right. boomer. Shout out beyond the tracks. Beyond the tracks, yes, sir. All right, go ahead. So, so how did you guys hook up?
1: Oh, definitely. So, really, um, for me is I seen him. I seen his whole journey. So, I was in Herbalife. I came in Herbalife when I was eighteen. Okay. Right. So, I watched him come into the business and shoot up the marketing plan and invite all these people and then become leaders. Leaders growing leaders, and they're like, and it just. There was a lot of people that I wasn't relating to, mm-hmm. and I watched him come on the scene, and I could relate to him instantly. And so I don't even know if a year ago he knew my name, really. But you know, I became, you know, I I I started getting up in the mornings and becoming and doing my personal development, and you know, coming beca- becoming consistent at the shop and showing up to the events and contributing, you know, because I knew that I would attract the friendship, right. Because when you get somebody um, that's in the position of a Tino Amaya or a Willie Whitaker, you guys aren't necessarily just going to befriend anybody. You might be nice to people, but, but to be call someone your friend, they got to show t- some type of value, yeah, 100%, right? Yeah, 100%. 100%. So that's, I said, how can I add value to his life in some way so that I can learn from him and become call him my friend and he can call me his friend, So he was down here for an event. Uh, It's our biggest event in North America. Extravaganza. Extravaganza. So (laughs) we always go crazy in Herbalife about extravaganza because we have all the leaders in the room. And there's about 35,000 people in the room. Wow. We we were just at Ford Field. And um, so anyways, uh, I knew he was coming down, hit him up. I was like, bro, like... We did a flag football thing before. I was like, let me pick you up. What do you need? Do you need a tea? Do you need a shake? Like, what do you need? Let me add value to your life and just show you that I'm not coming to take. Like, right. I, like, you know, I really want to uh, help you and, and learn from you. And, uh, you know, it just kind of we stayed in contact and everything. I came down there learned from his fit camp, which we're going to uh, ramp that up here in this winter season. And uh, you know, and that—that's the thing I want to tell people is don't be so prideful. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like throw your pride and ego out the window so you can become better and become what you want and learn from those people that are doing exactly what you want. Serving yeah, leadership, yeah. serving leadership. Yeah.
0: Man, nobody ever made that drive before. Like that—that that alone, man. Just show me what type of person you are, and like, yeah, bro. Like Thank pe- you. People don't Thank got you. that. People don't have it. A special, bro. Thank real. you. Serving leadership,
2: I you know what I completely agree with that. You rarely you know, you rarely hear of people driving twenty minutes. You hear people complain about it, like, "Well, oh, man, I got to go across town." Like, yeah. man, just like man. Okay, what's this about? You know what I mean? And here you were. So at that time, was he more of like you were like watching his numbers? You're like, man, this dude's on it. I want to figure out what he's doing, or was it just? You know, I just want part of this energy. I want to see what this energy is.
1: Yeah, you know, a little bit of both, but really it's like, you know how they say you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with? 100%. So that's why I just want to be around people that have good purpose, you know, uh, peace, uh, you know. And, I mean, he's probably within a year of my age, and he did it, you know, three years ago. Right. So it's like, what is he doing? What is, you know, but mostly it's like it's not just that it's just you want those people to call a friend right mm-hmm. right you know right, what right, i'm right. saying absolutely so absolutely. that's really that's really what it was you know even if i got uh nothing out of it as far as um you know didn't get to spend no time with like him personally to, and i did which was great man he he brought me to a spot after answered you know a bunch of questions i had gave me a lot of clarity and just really brought that you know like bro, you got this out of me, you know right so right, right, right. it was pretty cool
0: Don't and waste it.
1: it well yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely, right I mean, especially when you get a chance to sit down with somebody and that's like I told Jeff I said, man I got a million questions, I got things written down over here because it's not very often you know I'm and I, I tease them all the time. I say you know, I'm like the old lion, right've mm-hmm. been I've been an entrepreneur now for over 20 years, I've been self-employed for over 20 years, and when I tell people that, oh thank you yeah. thank you thank yeah. you. When I tell people, I've done it quietly, Jeff will tell you, I'm a very, I'm a quiet, I'm a blue collar entrepreneur.
1: This that's boy what walked I tell into people. the club the first day, my bad, not to cut oh, you off. Oh, you're good. Walked into the shop the first day we were open, right? I was like, hey, how are you doing? Welcome to Mineral Nutrition. And he was like, hey, how are you doing? You know, I shook his hand, he pulled up in the Jeep, and I was like, uh, I said, like, what do you do? And he was like, oh, I'm just a line cook down at Amaya's. I make tacos. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's what's up. He was like, you mind if I put you on my life? I'm like, yeah, go ahead, you know. We had probably, within a two-day span, at least 40 people that came in just from his live video. And I was like, he ain't just a line cook. And I and I figured it out. Someone told me. <laughs> and when I seen him, I was like, yeah, you liar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you a question. Yeah, like, please, question please. What made you want to do that as, like, you being – um Older into, you know, entrepreneurship, you still giving back to the younger, to younger people like what? Because that's like the that's where you want to be at in life where yeah. you can continue to give back and, and reach your hand out and, and, you know, reach to the to the younger, younger people.
2: You know, It's a great question, man. Uh, one that I don't get asked very often. Um, I was blessed. I had a I had a mentor uh, when I was a young chef coming up. And one of the things that he always said was, as chefs, as uh, and this was just being a chef, but it translated into my personal life as well, he said, you know, it's our job never to hold anyone back. It's our job to train them to move up and on. And, I, you know, I didn't quite understand it until I took his job. Right. And he actually told me before I took his job, he was like, man, you're getting good. He's like, you know what? He's like, you're going to replace me. I'm gonna be working for you one day, and I started laughing. I, you know, whatever. We were opening restaurants together. Well, I, had, I had kind of pieced off with another crew. I opened a few restaurants. I was always ahead of schedule. Blah blah blah. I go back to Texas. When I went back, I got a promotion, and my boss says, you know, we, you know, congratulations. Blah blah blah. And I said, well, who's my crew? I want to know who my team was because I was excited. I want to meet everybody. And he was like, well, this chef, this chef, and this one's, this is gonna be your basically your executive sous chef. And I went. Oh, wow. I mean, that was like my my original mentor. That was the guy that kind of got me started. And wow. I just thought, holy cow, you know, I just, it it really, but the relationship that we had together and the things that I learned from him, because he was a guy that rolled his sleeves up and washed dishes. Mm-hmm. He was a guy that when when the line cooks were, had, were struggling, he didn't just stay on Expo and yell and scream. He would like literally run around and be like, hey, man, like move. Everybody shift. Everybody do this. Like, I'm here, you're there, you're, and he, he just, he cooked. And one day we were talking, and I asked him, I said, Mike, why do you, like, man, you jump in and cook, you do dishes. He's like, listen, at the end of the day, I'm just a cook. Yeah. The title doesn't mean anything to me. At the end of the day, I'm just a cook just like they are. Right, got you. And it just stuck with me, you know, and then my parents, my upbringing. You know, if you talk to my mom, you talk to my dad, I mean, you know, they're, my dad's a, he's got a big personality. My mom is man. She's a saint. My mom, would, she'll cook for you. She'll. This is a true story. All right. I just had a lady reach out to me on Facebook because her her aunt lives next door to my parents, and she has three little kids that are constantly at my mom's house because my mom's constantly feeding these kids like they're mm. stray cats or something. <laughs> she even buys snacks for them and keep you know specifically for this one little boy, Cullen. Keep snacks in the cupboard. <laughs> Those are my parents, you know, that's how they are. So growing up, man, we were just, you know, you talk about servant leaders. That's how my parents were and that's who I am. And so I believe when I'm gone, you know, I'm limited, right? I'm on the other side of the hill. I've been doing this for over 20 years. Uh, You know, I've got probably 10 more years left and then I'm not going to be able to cook anymore. I'm not going to be able to run like I do. So as I start coming down the hill, what am I leaving behind? And who am I bringing along with me? And I think is my job as an entrepreneur that's been around this long, just like as a cook, just like as a chef, just like anything, it's my job to leave those nuggets for the guys that are coming up behind me. Man, I'll tell you all the pitfalls. I'll tell you all the failures. People see the three successful businesses I have. Mm-hmm. What they miss are the eight that I closed down. Right. They don't see those. That's a gem. They it don't is. see the, the five times I almost went bankrupt. Yeah. What they see is, man, this guy's been in business for over 20 years and he's such a successful guy. You see the top of that, you, know, you, that, that, you see that meme where it's mm-hmm. the iceberg and everyone sees the tip of the iceberg. They never see all the muck
1: and the shit, the pardon my language, which through the foundation that helped build you. And I was just, yeah. just
2: going to say that, man, because I'm a foundation guy. It's one thing I talk to Jeff about all the mm-hmm. time is making sure you have a solid foundation. You know, you have to know where you can come back to, right? I don't know so. why. That's, that's something that I,
0: that's, that's implemented in my brain from my, from, from me, foundation. Yeah.
2: Because yeah. if you don't have a foundation, you don't have nothing. Like right. literally anything. I've seen so many trees and so many businesses. And I'll tell you, man, even, even COVID, COVID was a blessing and a curse. If you look up the statistic, when COVID hit, since World War II, the largest number of businesses registered in our nation's history during COVID because everyone started a business. Fantastic. But if you look at from 21 until now, the largest number that have closed down. Mm, right? Right. So those same people that started, and that's why like a guy like you, I'm impressed. I mean, I am because, you know, I didn't, I didn't skyrocket like that, man. It took me 20 years to get here. You know, you're on a path where you, you know, you've kind of like, and I tell this to you, know, whenever I give talks about, I say, look, there are blue collar entrepreneurs. That's me. I'm a guy that, you know, I don't have millions in the bank. I've lived a successful life. I've traveled. I live part time in LA and here I'm getting ready to go back to LA here in about another week. Um, you know, I mean, I have successful businesses. My kids are taken care of. But then I look at a guy like you and I said, man, like, you're just like on that plateau, right? You're just like on the, skyrocketing. You know what I mean, and and so I get excited. I'm like, man, how did this guy do it? Like, what is like, what's going on? I want to dig in and get some of these nuggets out, you know. Mm -hmm. So let's get back to you because you're the reason why we're here. Um,
0: (laughs) Man, see, I, I like coming and and learning myself. Even if I'm giving value, I like to learn from whoever. So yeah, yeah. Thank you for that, for sure.
2: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Thank you for asking the question. So when you started though in Herbalife, didn't have a lot of support. Mm -mm. You started with like pennies. Yeah. So when was when did you start to turn the corner and see your business, your personal, like the team you were building? And then how did you get the people to kind of buy into what your vision was? People say that
0: people don't people only buy into you, right? That's that's part of the question you asked. So I had to I had to like sit down myself. And ask myself, what value can I bring to uh, me? Like, what value do I have to add, and what value can I give yes. to my organization, to the company, and then ultimately the world? What what value can I bring? And when I sit back and I was going and I was you know going through the success and the progression, I was asking myself, how did how did this happen? And it it only happened because I was adding value constantly. Yes constantly adding value, like nonstop, man. And, and the world is, is only going to give you that back. So I started to, you know, get the fog uncleared because I was able to attract certain things. I was able to like work my hand and, you know, learn something different that I didn't know before and obtain a group of people like the way, the way that I am today, if you ask people, I'm I'm not the same person. Right. And a lot of people, you look back and you're like, man, like this person, he the same person, you doing the same things. Yep. Right. So, I mean, honestly, man, I, I really believe the value that you can add to anything is what you will receive. Absolutely. So I feel like I feel like that's the that's the main answer I can give is just like.
2: So I not I, I have linger. this book that I'm going to suggest you if you've never read it. It's called uh, "Know What You Are For." Mm. It's 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 like this big, right? But in the book, that's one of the things that, and that I'm a I'm a book reader. Jeff and I talk about it all the time. Mm. I'm like, man, I'm a book reader. If you're not a book reader, get get it on Audible or whatever and listen to it on a drive. It's super quick. It's super easy. But the one thing that the author talks about is exactly what you just said bringing value to the world around you, but knowing what you're for, right? I mean, knowing that you're not just, you know, because here's the thing that really, and and I'm going to make this statement and it's going to probably ruffle a few feathers. I see a lot of guys, again, I just got, you know, just said, you know, during COVID record number of people register businesses, right? But for what purpose? You know what I mean? Oftentimes they were scared. When you talk to people, I was scared. I you know got laid off. I didn't know blah blah blah. So I was just going to take it into my own my in my own hands. Money. Everybody yeah. wants money, yeah. right. right? But you know, oftentimes those guys just fade, man. Yep. They just they they start. It's a spark, and they crash and burn. And we've seen it even here locally. You know, guys that just took off. They start off flash. I call them flash in a pan, lightning bolt. And then there, but there's no thunder. There's no rumble. There's mm. nothing extra that comes with it. Right. So as you were realizing, you're building value, and you're doing all this. What were you for though at that time, and what are you for now? I know that's a tough one. It is. Um,
0: I was for legacy. I I think legacy. Nice. I know legacy. Yes. So you know, if I meet somebody off the street. And I can have, like, a five-minute conversation with you. I'm adding value, and I'm looking, and I'm listening to you to see. Like, I'm clair- clairvoyant. I got this bracelet, I think. And uh, the word clairvoyant is where, like, I can see Jeff, and it's like, I already know what you're going to do, and I know what you're capable of doing. So I'm like, yo, if you you got a kid or you got, a, you got your, your mom, it's like, I want you to have this legacy so bad. Yeah, I sometimes I want things so bad for other people more than they want it for themselves. So mm-hmm. I w- I'm all for legacy, man, because I, I know what this life, I know what the journey of life really is is, is meant for. Yeah, like it's not about us. Yeah. it's right. not about me. And once I got rid of that, before when I was playing football, it was about me. Yep, it was about you know what what, and I was so unclear. But then I got I started to become more clear because of the things I was listening to, the people I was around, right, and um. I understood, I started, now I, I feel like I got it, I got it figured out, like I really do at a young age, like, legacy and, and understanding what the journey of life really is, and it's really about how much you can obtain, how many assets you can obtain by becoming valuable to the marketplace and the world, and then what you can leave for your children, or, yeah.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. That's bars. <laughs> Dude, that's I, you bars. know
2: what, I told Jeff, I said, look, here's the thing, here's what's gonna happen. During the editing process, we're gonna sit back and we're gonna listen to all this because I want to extract like every yes. nugget, dude. You Thank are you. you're just dropping it, Thank man. You are. Thank you. This you is are. like uh, wow for an inaugural podcast, guys. Please, this is the kind of stuff we want to have. What's
0: inaugural mean? You keep saying that inaugural
2: first yeah. one. Oh, see, yeah. See, I don't even. I don't, yeah. know, I don't <laughs> even, <laughs> even know. Yeah, my vo- my vocab ain't up, so I'm I'm just going oh, along with them. I like, I told yeah, you, I, told, <laughs> I was you. I was an English major. man. I can't. I listen, like that. Can't help it. Um, uh, that's funny. That's funny. Um, so, so let me ask you this. So now you're getting into it. You're building your team. You're starting to see some growth. You're bringing value to people. Who would, who do you think you could point to that you could say, well, this was my actual, this was my, my probably the best professional mentor I had at that time. And then who would you credit today? And is it the same person? To what aspect? Like for helping you kind of get on the path that you were on at that time. A daughter.
0: Ooh. Like Wow.
2: yeah Ari Renee
0: Whitaker, for sure.
2: Wow. Okay. Yeah,
0: my my biggest accountability partner.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's for real.
1: It Dude, that why, bro that gave me chills. Just Holy following cow. just following him on um Instagram and being his friend and everything yeah. and going there to his to his shop and everything to or to his cafe, you guys call him, you know, his daughter has so much character. And you can tell because it's what happens at home. Yes. And you can tell it's not just for Instagram. Like, he's actually a present real dad. That's one of the things that really attracted me to, you know, wanting to come learn from you is because you make me want to be a girl dad. You know, like, how present he is. No, you don't, Jeff. No, Okay. I'm one-on-one right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm (laughs) I'm I'm one-on-one right
2: now. If you got
0: got an option, man,
2: boy,
1: dad, for sure. yeah, Yeah. But,
0: But, like, um... Like it's not just for Instagram. And yeah. The only yeah. reason why it is for Instagram is for people to see the example. Yeah. Right. And and that's what I mean by like what I'm what I'm for is I'm for the legacy. Yes. So yeah. if I can sh- continuously show people like this is what you get to do mm-hmm. with with your daughter, you get to do, wake up and do her hair in the morning. Yes. Right. Even if you wake up late, you might wake up a little bit late. You gotta hurry up, but it's like I'm still taking the time. And I'm every morning. I'm showing someone. You got to do your daughter's hair before you yes. take her to school. You got to get her dressed. You got to play some good music in the car to make sure mm. she's happy going to school. Man. No matter how you're mm. feeling, no matter, no matter, you know,
2: no matter how you feeling inside about what's going
0: on in this day yes. or what it might bring.
2: But listen, you know. listen, you, you've got to, you've got meet my daughter, my big girl. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, you guys come down to the restaurant. We are. We're after gonna come. Yeah. down. All right, yeah, you got to come down. Can't wait, man. I'm a, listen, I'm gonna introduce you. Yeah, I'll, I'll be cooking. I'm gonna strap on an apron after. this, Put my cape ah, on. bless. Um, yeah. but you you have to meet my daughter. What you're saying, this is advice I give every... How old's your daughter? She's She'll be seven on Halloween. Okay. This is advice I give every uh, new parent. Yeah, I have five. Five children, beautiful beautiful children, all very successful in their own right. And everyone always asks me, they always say, well, well, how? You know, because if you meet any of my children, they're all very well-spoken. They're all very polite. They're all just really, they're just good, genuine people in general, right? And so first and foremost, I said, you know what, when I was raising my kids, I was actually raising my best friends. I didn't like, I don't like hanging out with people that are pretentious. I don't like hanging out with people that have ego. I like hanging out with people that are humble. They're quiet. You know, they like they like to have genuine good fun. And I thought, man, if I want to raise my kids, those are the type of children, adults, human beings that I want to raise. I want to raise people that, you know, are compassionate and passionate about things and about life. So when you meet my daughter, you'll see that right away. You'll just see her, her energy, her light. But uh, what you're saying, uh, I gave a talk at the high school not too long ago, and all these kids there, it's in their entrepreneur class, young entrepreneurs class. And I asked all the kids, I said, well, why do you want to become an entrepreneur? Why do you want to be a business owner? And kids are raising their hand, and right away the number one thing is What?
1: Make, make a lot of money. Make a lot of money, yeah. right?
2: Business owners make a lot of money. And I right. said, okay. I went went around and everybody was giving their, their answer. And then one of the kids said, well, Mr. Maya, why did you become an entrepreneur? Why did you become a business owner? And I said, because I wanted time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's all I wanted. I didn't care about the money. I just wanted time. Options, yeah. My dad worked like a dog. We rarely saw him except for one day a week. Usually Sunday, we went to church, came home, had lunch. My pops went to bed, you know, love him to pieces. But- he just wasn't present. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, there's this, a funny story. I played baseball my whole growing up all through high school until my junior year. And uh, when I was getting married, my dad was like, you know what, I think one of you guys played sports, didn't you? Uh, right? This is uh, a true story. <laughs> right? Weird. I never missed a field trip. Being an entrepreneur, that's what it, that's what I got out of it. Never missed a field trip for any of my kids. Never missed a, a lunch at school, drop off, pick up uh Reading days So I love hearing What you're saying man It just struck a chord With yeah. me I and, love that
0: And I'm not perfect I'm, I miss I miss some days Like yeah, I definitely Miss some days 100%. You know what I mean But like you said though The, the legacy that, That's what we're working for Because you went through Something And you know how that felt Yes So now you're able to Do it in a different way And that's That's what we're working for Like that's yeah. That's what it's for Yeah man and I, and I figured that out At an early age You know
2: Yeah 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 So are you a reader No. Okay. Now, do you listen to podcasts, anything like that? Yep. Big podcast guy. All right. So if, if I'm looking to become an entrepreneur, I'm looking to, like, get my start. One podcast that you think, man, this is something you need to listen to that would actually, aside from this one, that's getting ready to jump. Yeah. Aside from this one, <laughs> what's a good podcast you would recommend?
0: Uh, Jay Shetty for sure. Oh, huh? Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Because yeah. you got to be able to connect with yourself before you can connect with anything else. Yeah. Because if you can, if you can, if you can create that foundation like we're talking about, and you can, um, can you can be attentive to your life and your heart and your mind, then you will be able to give that energy and that clarity to anything else in your life so i feel like the, the that pocket the jay shetty podcast yeah no brainer yeah. for sure especially the ones with big sean that,
1: that's just I'll me personally promise you i was just yeah. gonna say that is man. One. i gotta listen to it now. the one with oh. big oh, sean he has two parts right yeah, part okay better. it's so i've listened to it probably five times both yeah and um just fire it really Will Smith p- too Will Smith got a good one with him okay but he
0: did a part two of Big Sean because the views were going so viral yeah, that he had to, to bring him back for a part yeah. two
2: so I, I f- I, I'm thinking even though this is the inaugural one first one uh I'm thinking we're probably gonna have to do a part two. Oh, because, absolutely you know I mean we we barely scratched the surface I mean I, I want to get into marketing I yeah. want to get into you know a, yeah. and I know we're running short on time it's already 530 um I mean, we, I've got a little bit more time. If you guys got a little bit more yeah, time. I got time.
0: I'm, I got all the time. Like well, flex, like you said, flexibility, right? Yeah, that's why I do what I do. That's what I flexibility.
2: Do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So let me ask you this then. As you, you started building your business, what is, like, how do you market it? Because I know Jeff is pretty connected in the community. He does a lot of stuff around Monroe. He's very active with Facebook. Now you guys, you and Steph doing TikTok videos. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> That's like, the
0: play right now. TikTok is the play for sure.
2: Okay, yep. and so if I'm new into into any business, let's just use any business in general. What's what's the what's the marketing platform that you would recommend or that you would suggest?
0: Can't miss you can't miss social media. That
2: that you can't right. Like,
0: if you're young, if you're older, you got you get to be on social media. I built my business strictly from social media. Wow, legit like yeah that's it like you you have to have some type of social media instagram facebook or tiktok and um definitely you got to touch the people in the community so what we do is we do turkey drives for thanksgiving we pass out free turkeys to the community last year we did about 50 to 100 turkeys with gift cards uh for families you know like it's rough times right now so uh we do we do christmas uh you know passed out like man probably in the last 3 3 or 4 years we passed out close to 5000 toys to kids wow yeah that's awesome yep. that's and then awesome. we do back to school drives every every time you know it's back to school time so um i think i and it's hard because it doesn't always reflect your business growth right 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 but it's like it's it's just that that energy man like, it's yeah. like
2: people don't ever
0: forget that type of stuff oh, right you know 100%, so yeah.
2: Yeah, we, we hear that quite a bit. Today, I just did a drop-off delivery for a small factory down in uh, Temperance. And, uh, you know, the shop manager came out, followed me out to my Jeep, and shook my hand. He was like, man, we love what you're doing in the community. Like, it doesn't go unnoticed. Well, I just watched you yeah. I'm like, oh, man, it's like, stop, stop. Like, it's cool. <laughs> like, I just do because I do. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, I don't I don't know if you can quantify what that translates to uh, sales or, 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 you know, growth. But I don't even think about that, you know, but that's just it. Like if you're doing it for the right reasons, it doesn't even matter. You know what I mean? It just shouldn't matter. That's awesome. So then TikTok, man, I mean, what, what, like, how do you, what types of videos? What's that? What do you, what are you doing? I don't use TikTok. You don't use TikTok? I just, I don't use it. Just Instagram. Yeah, just
0: Instagram. I would love to start using TikTok though, because that's, that's the play right now. So I'm like, I said, I'm going to learn from Jeff.
1: Honestly, like what we do is Steph is a very creative mind, right? He really is. That's what I've noticed about him. And so we do things that are going to make people laugh, right? Because laughing translates to happiness, right? And they're like, wow, these guys are funny. I want to go hang out with those guys, right? So we've posted and posted and posted. And I get all the time, like, people will come to me like, yo, I know you. I see you on TikTok because, you know, there's the For You page, Right. So the for you page is like anybody, people in Tennessee could see it. Right. Yeah. It just yeah. randomly yeah. pops up. And I'm not, I don't understand the algorithm on how you get on people's for you page. I just know we post them. They get certain amount of views and people are like, I've seen your TikToks that are funny. That's actually why I came in here. Or they start to connect with you, you know, and they start to kind of follow your lifestyle just like they follow, you know, the Kardashians or right, whatever, right, right. you know? So, and, you know, what's cool about it is you get to get your people involved, yeah. and that makes them more invested. Yeah. So, yeah. so touching
0: the people, you got to touch the people. On social media, people will feel like they know your life, you know, when you only show them what you want them to see. But then you got to go out into the community and touch the people. Yeah. And I, that, that's for any business that you're running. Like, yeah. you know, people people need to know you. Right, you know, people people tell me all the time, like, "Yo, people come to the business to see you," and there was times where I wasn't there, and it was like, uh, I can I can see the business dropping. Yeah. And then when I'm there, it's like, okay, I, I can see I can see that because people, when you put your all into something, and, and when you when you are the energy behind it, you can't shy away from that. People got to feel that same energy. That's just how the world I works. Need to hear
2: that? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? I I agree with that statement. And I'm going to say uh, yes and no. Yes and no. I just had a great conversation with another chef here in town, and she said, Tino, you travel a lot. Mm. I said, I do. She said, how is it that when I come in here, I can't tell that you're not here? And I said, that's by design. Because if you have the right systems and processes in place and you hire to a certain personality trait, um, I think you can still maintain that same energy level. Mm -hmm. I get messages when I'm in California and people will be like, man, had dinner tonight. It was great. Thank you so much for an enjoyable evening. And I'm like, Hey, no problem, man. I'm glad we could, you know, I can't wait to cook for you again. Um, so I think it's possible, but I think it's, it's in the system, and the process that you have in place. And again, it comes back to your core ideologies, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, if, if your team, if you're not hiring to a certain team member or a certain um you know value set right then you're right it's never going to be completely the same when you're gone because they don't have the same drive or energy they don't they, they don't really have the same buy into your business yep but when you come to our place you'll see man we have i mean we just have a great young talented energetic crew mm. and my belief again my job is to help them move up and on I'm your glass ceiling. So unless you're going to buy into the business, this is as high as you're going to get, right? So it's my job to help you find, you know, uh, for instance, I had a a young, talented chef, and he had reached that point where, you know, he was like right under, he was was bumping his head on the ceiling. I mean, he needed to be promoted somehow. But at at my place, it wasn't going to happen. So I reached out to a buddy of mine in Detroit who has a phenomenal restaurant, and I said, hey, man, I got a super talented kid that I think would fit perfect with you. And he was like, man, you're willing to cut them? I said, I'm not cutting them. I'm promoting them because I'm sending them to you. And he goes, bring them up. And he worked there for a couple years. Now he's a head chef somewhere himself. But in my opinion, that's what you have to do, and your team has to know that you're willing to do that for them. Yeah, we're working working
0: on that right now. That's the big piece is – Having people around you who's gonna like hold that same standard and same accountability and like they treat it just like you treat it. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they, I feel, do. they feel like it's theirs, like just as much as it's yours. So that, that's what we're working on right now. And, you know, I'm like, I'm still learning. Still,
1: yeah. I'm three years,
0: yeah. three years in right now. So I'm still learning, man. Yeah. And like, like I said, I'm, I'm here to learn and here to add value. So, yeah, I'm gonna be watching later on at the come spot. On. Yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah, I'll be watching.
2: Yeah, when you come through, trust me, man. To, you know, look at look at my kids. Look at uh, you know Chris. You know, I think of Chris, Jared. You know, some of the guys that I have, uh, um, you know, some of the guys that I have in the kitchen that really just pour their all into what we do, man. And it's it's been it's been incredible. It's been been great.
0: That's a blessing when you got people like that. One who are um taking the business that you own in the same way, and that just shows a lot about you, you know, so I definitely admire that and I, that's something that I look up to for sure
1: absolutely absolutely i uh um actually I'm gonna save my question I'll let you go ahead no, look guys. Like okay, I got a question so for the people who are out there who are business owners or, the, or they're looking to be business owners, so this is part one of the two-part question, okay? How do you get your discipline? Ooh. How do you get discipline right, okay? Because I feel like, and this is almost me asking this for myself, there's seasons, right? There's your summer, you could be really motivated and you know be doing things right, but there could be something that happens in your life and you start slacking mm-hmm. and all that. And I think it all comes back to discipline. What is something you can, you know, tell the viewers, tell myself, tell other business owners about how to get your discipline in in check?
0: You only learn from doing. You only can, um,
1: yeah, you only
0: learn from doing the things, and most people are hesitant when it comes to trying those things in order to learn what to be disciplined inside of. Mm. So, you know, it's like if I put that million dollars on the table and I'm like grab a thousand and you're like hesitant and it's like you end up grabbing it. Then you end up grabbing it because like, you know, people, a lot of people won't grab that because they're like I don't know where that money came from or, you know, I don't want your money. Right. Take the money. OK. What are you going to do with that thousand dollars now? Because I have another thousand dollars waiting on you. So you go mm-hmm. blow that thousand dollars versus investing it or something like that. But like I said, the first step is just taking that. Yeah. Taking that step to grab it. Get what I'm saying? So a lot of people won't even take that step because, you know, it's fear. They could be fearful of, you know, becoming successful. Like that is what stops a lot of people. Yeah, I'm not scared to fail. I'm going to do everything. I'm going to do the most. I'm going to do things that people don't even think about doing because I know that there's something on the other side of the table. Yeah. You know, so I think that's where you learn discipline the most. Yes. Where you fail. And I failed a lot so many i've failed in my 26 years more times than somebody 40 50 years old probably failed. because i'm I'm doing everything
2: you know so i have to interject another great book black box thinking while why some people learn from their mistakes and others never will
1: okay phenomenal book
2: i'm a black box thinker Mm -hmm. one thing i tell every new young entrepreneur okay again you heard me say earlier people see the three successful businesses i have they didn't see the times I almost went bankrupt. They didn't see the failed businesses that I've had. And I've had some. I've had quite a few. Um, but I'm a black box thinker. And what I mean by that is it's something I teach all my kids also that work for me uh, or that work with me. You know, when we fall down, let's rebuild the plane. Let's figure out we're engine two blue. Mm-hmm. And then let's figure out how to make sure that never happens again. And that doesn't mean it's not going to happen again because things happen, right? But what it means is we're going to be better prepared mm-hmm. for when we see that engine start to smoke. Now, maybe I can put that fire out before it blows yep. right? Yep. so it doesn't get all the way there, right? Mm-hmm. Black box thinking, man. I, I yeah. love what you're saying. You have to fail in order to
1: succeed. You have to. You Definitely. have to. Definitely. Definitely. I love that. And that's why I'm so, I was so thrilled about having you on is because I knew it was going to be answers that weren't so surface level. Yeah. You go a little bit deeper and I think that's, um, that's huge. And I mean, there's so many people that can relate to that, you know? So thank you for that. Sure. Um, the next part of this question is what advice do you have for the guy that's been in it for three years, four years, five years, whatever. And it just hasn't happened yet. Other than just keep going, what, <laughs> yeah. what is some, what yeah. is some that's legit thing. advice? Um,
0: so when I, when I, when I think about someone who hasn't became successful inside of Herbalife or inside of um, any business. You know,
1: I would say inside of any business or anything that they're going after. Hmm, that's a,
0: that's. You gotta work on yourself. A lot of people look outward. They start to, they start to look at you know, blaming. A lot of people will first blame. Like if I say, yo, this this podcast went terrible, I'm blaming you guys.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No, I gotta look at myself and say, you know what? This podcast is a platform.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like God has given people opportunity, right, and and a platform to become successful. A lot of people don't look at themselves first. Like I, like you know, it's it's literally all a line. It's a line. Like business will only be as good as the person who's running the business. Yes. yes. Right. So, yes. Um. When when you, when you say like for someone who's been doing it one, two, three, four years and they haven't been successful yet, yes, like just keep going. But you got to start to look at yourself and see where you can be better at, so that you can grow your business or you can attract someone to support you with growing your business or where you can add value at to where somebody will say I'm about to give this kid some game because I know he's going to carry the the torch yep, Definitely. right and um I, that's that's why I like somebody like Meek Mill for instance where mm, I love Meek um, Mill he'll be popping for a while and then he will take like a um, he'll be just like you know just cruising but then he'll meet somebody like Mike Rubin or Robert Kraft and then they give him the the game or the resources to become more successful is because they see that he has a value to add, so I and a lot of people don't look; they don't look inward, and um, I think that's that's the main like key to you know growing and co- having compounding growth. Yeah. Um, so that that's the goal, like just to keep keep the progression up, you know, wow. and have compounding growth, and it's really just like an inward inward thing.
1: That's that's crazy you say that because I I was literally just having a conversation with somebody, and it was about their growth. And this person is almost 50 years old and I'm listening to him talk. And I said, I got it. I said, you've never taken any type of self accountability, bro. I said, you're almost 50 years old and you've never took accountable. I said, you've blamed from this 30 to 40 minutes of me talking to you. You've blamed all these things, all these reasons, but you've never said, I'm the reason I'm not getting up on time. I'm not showing up when I'm supposed to show up. And that just was reconfirmation, really, what you just said, and yeah. I was like, man, that's real. That is real. Even
0: if you're not saying it to other people, just yeah. make sure you're you're telling yourself right. so that you can actually go out and, and become better. Absolutely, Get what I'm saying because you don't yeah. give, you don't give nobody else the room to to point the finger at you, right? When it's like I'm already I'm already doing that. I'm already doing it to myself. Yeah, don't, don't self sabotage yourself. But help yourself. Mm-hmm. Go yes. obtain the resources yeah. to become better so that you can grow yeah. um, month on month, quarter on quarter, year on year. Right. You know, I only felt myself becoming not successful and not progressing when I became complacent and I didn't get enough resources to grow. Wow.
2: Yeah.
1: No. to do and my I, snapping fingers. Yeah, I love I mean, that. No, I, you know what? <laughs> I
2: completely agree. Um, you know, I just had a conversation with a, a restaurant owner. She's had a restaurant for five years. And she came at me with that same like, I'm not growing. I feel like I'm on a hamster on a wheel. I'm not da-da-da-da-da. And so we started having a conversation about where she's spending her money as far as advertising, marketing, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, she's spending, I don't know, almost $2,000 a month on some garbage that's not working. And I said, well, why don't you take that $2,000 and just hire another employee? Because you're spending all your time working in the business, not working on the business. So why yeah. don't you take that two grand? Hire another employee. And she was like, well, I, I, that, that just doesn't make sense to me. Why would I do that? And I said, so you can actually work on growing your business. right?" And, you know, I think sometimes, no matter how hard, what's, what's the saying? You can lead a horse to water, right? Like you can't drink, make him drink, drink. drink yeah. right? You can point it out to people. But, you know, it's, I think it's hard sometimes for people just to get it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And it's easier, to your point, rather than looking at myself and what I'm doing wrong, or even taking that accountability for some of the things that I'm not doing, because I'm not, I'm not getting up early. I'm not, you know, on my grind. I'm not actually working on the business. I'm just showing up every day. And it's become like more of a job. Instead of those things, you know, they don't take the accountability. They don't. You know, and they begin to self-sabotage mm-hmm. because of those things. You yeah. know what I mean? And it becomes easier to be like, no, man, it's his fault. Or if the city doesn't like, you know, my food or the people here, they don't understand what I'm trying to do. I'm like, right. and I tell my kids all the time at my restaurant, listen, man, if somebody has a bad experience, before I blame anyone else, I'm the leader of this pirate ship. Yep. Yeah. I'm the captain. Right. So I've got to look at myself and say, okay, well, did I train them right? Did I explain all the features and the special items that we have? Do they understand the ingredients that we have? Do they understand? Do, like, I've got to go through the checklist myself before I come to them and say, okay, man, you screwed up. No, mm-hmm. oh, man, I got to come to me first because I'm the leader of this pirate ship. Yeah. You know? Right. But I, I love what you're saying. That's, Thank you. I mean, for a guy your age, that's this is where I, my mind is blown away. Like, listening to you two guys and the things that you're saying and talking about as an you know, again, an old entrepreneur, these are things I learned over time. Mm-hmm. Man, to be so young and to be this thoughtful about it, I, I can't wait to see where your business goes, man. Thank I you. can't say I can't wait it. to see where you go. Thank you. Right. As an entrepreneur, not just the business itself, but you personally. Thank you, yeah. man. I appreciate that. Really do. Yeah, I really, absolutely, really do. man. You gotta absolutely. be you gotta be
0: open. That's the number one thing. If you're not open, you're not gonna receive any blessings.
1: Mm. You know? So Definitely. That's it. Good. I like that yeah. a lot. Yeah.
2: Well, guys, I will tell you what. For our first one, man, I think I think this was this was uh, it was a great. It was first off, it was great meeting you. So I told you we we're gonna come back around to this nickname. Oh yeah, uh, I didn't forget. Uh, yeah. So so <laughs> how did we get
0: the nickname Hooter? So you you might be uh, disappointed, and I'm honestly <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I don't know where you guys are where you guys head is with this, and where, what you're thinking, but um we might have to i might have to give you the real cuz nobody knows i haven't I don't, I don't i haven't told nobody oh man oh, okay man. listen this is an, an exclusive right? Here this is a well, talk this is an saying. exclusive was, everybody asked me that. like if you meet me if you meet me you're like hooter you know yeah I mean? yeah yeah so nobody knows why my name is hooter and i'm not going to tell y'all until we do part 2 oh, but, oh there we go i love okay. it hey and,
2: and listen here's what i want to do part 2 i'm coming to cleveland Let's yeah. do it. We yeah. want to do this on location. Yeah. We want right. to come to Cleveland. Bet. Yeah,
0: we can set it up. I got a nice spot out there. Let's we can go. Do yeah, all
2: right. So sure. part two. So we'll wait till part two. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. But off the record, listen. We when we turn all these mics off, yeah. I'm gonna I'm squeeze it out of.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs>
2: well, man, Willie Hooter, listen. I'm impressed. I really am, man. It's been a blessing. You know, you said something earlier, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sign off with this. You said something earlier about. You know, meeting people and things like that, and you know, you were attracting people to you. I don't believe in coincidence. I believe in divine appointments, divine interventions. I think God puts people in your path at the right times when you need them, especially if you're doing things the right way, you're living the right way. Uh, I do believe that the universe gives back what you give, what you put into it. But again, I do believe that again, divine appointments, divine interventions. God is uh, in charge and. And, uh, man, I'll tell you what, it's been a blessing getting to know you, man. Same. Like, I, I look forward to, to be like, here. like, growing our
1: relationship, yes, our sir. friendship. It took the words right out of
0: my mouth, for sure. Same. Yep. The same way.
1: Absolutely. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to Boss Talk. We're here. We believe LeBron James is the GOAT. We yeah. talk to bosses Negative. every day. Yes. Negative. Negative. Hey, <laughs> oh, oh, all right. All right. Hey, until next time, guys. <laughs> we out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Place. Boss Talks, keep
0: it uncensored, it's all so hard You could be from all walks, come tune in the to Boss toss. Got that on bar,
1: Optimal Prime, ready to dominate